This is Brian. And this is Curtis. And we're the Game Night Guys. Each week, we give new life to some classic games and introduce you to new ones. But you'll have to wait your turn. And this week's game is Questionable Fun. Hey, I have a question. What's going on Yeah, here? what are you guys doing? We, what, we're, we we're, over? we're the Game Night Guys. Starting the show without us? You're, well, you know, there were these microphones, and um, we just thought, there's the yeah, microphone, we, there's know, the game. You know, we'd make it sorry. happen. Can we take back our show, please? Here yeah. you go. Thanks. Thanks. Hey, Curtis. Hey, what's up, Brian? <laughs> we we kind of have our show back now. Well, I'm glad we got it back. We were uh, hijacked there for a second. So please welcome Kristen and Meredith back. Hello. Hi. Hi. And we were supposed to have Candy, but Candy's not feeling well. Oh. So the role of Candy will be played by Kristen. I'll, I'll do my best to <laughs> uphold the role that she has done previously with Meredith in supporting your games. Well, we got a bit, we got a lot of response from when you were on Murder She Wrote. People really enjoyed <laughs> yeah. finally they, getting to hear you. Oh, well, that's nice. And they just loved uh, Murder She Wrote. I'm sure they probably did. Yeah. Totally, it was an epic episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so today we're playing a uh, prototype of a game. It's called Questionable Fun. It is by a group of friends who designed it, and they go by the name Robots and Red Tape. And this game is debuting on Kickstarter today that this is being released. This very day? Yes, this very day. Wow. So if you're listening to this on December 10th, you can go to Kickstarter and help fund this game. Cool. If you're not listening to it on the 10th, you can still probably do you it. You probably still have time. As long as it's within the window. So to play this game, each player will get a pencil and an answer sheet. Stack the cards face down in front of you, and the players take turns reading aloud one question from the question cards. The player reading the card is the judge for that turn. All of the other players will write down their funniest, most creative answers to the question, and in secret on their answer sheets. The judge does not answer the question on his or her turn. After everyone has written their answer down, the answer sheets are passed face down to the player immediately to the right of the judge. That player shuffles, then reads all the answers aloud so that the judge doesn't know who wrote which answer. The judge chooses their favorite answer, and the player who wrote it gets one point. Each player keeps track of their own points on their answer sheet by placing a check mark beside the winning answer or by circling the winning answer on their turn. Play then moves clockwise, so the player immediately to the left of the judge on the last turn becomes the judge for the current turn. Note, each card has two questions, so every card is used by two judges before a new question card is drawn. Some of the cards have two-part questions on them, and they will be marked as such, and they'll be part one and part two. So on your turn, if you draw one of these cards, you read part one, and then the next judge will read the second question. In order to win, you have to reach a certain number of points. For four to six players, uh, the number we'll be playing with today, it's the first to hit five points. If there are seven to eight players, it's three points. If Charlie Sheen happens to be playing, points are irrelevant because he is always winning. Hashtag, Hashtag winning. winning. <laughs> During each game, every judge is allowed to skip one question if they don't like it. But that's it. Just one. Just one. Mm. Hopefully there's some good questions in here. Let's kick this pig. <laughs> all right. Let's have Meredith go first. Oh. Do we all have our pencils? As the judge? Yes. Okay. So you will read the question and then... We will answer. They gave us these lovely little pencils that are like uh, golfing pencils. Or yeah. the ones you get at Ikea. Oh, yes. Ikea. Do you think maybe they stole them from Ikea? I don't see the Ikea oh. logo on these, so I'm, I'm hoping they're legitimately purchased. Uh, the Ikea ones are a different color. 
Oh, are they? Yes, Any? they are not yellow. I don't go to Ikea oh. a lot, so I don't know. Not even for their cheap breakfast? No. I think they have like a dollar ninety breakfast or something. They do. They wow. Have. And Thank meatballs. Mm, yes, Candy meatballs. loves their meatballs. Yeah. Shout out to Candy. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Holla. <laughs> All right, Meredith, what's the first question? Oh, it says, in 2016, America will have its first zombie candidate for president. What will his, her name be, and what will we call this new political party that is populated with undead? Wow, that's a long question. That is a very wow. long yes. question. So we have to come up with the name of the political candidate and the name of their party. And yes. Okay. And that's all? And that's all. Curtis is sitting to the right of me, so he will be reading the answers. Yeah, it's a little different than like the other games where you have to mix up the cards. It's yeah. Like the person who's the judge is the same person that's reading, but... All right, let me let me shuffle these up a little bit. <laughs> okay, and would you mind reading the question one more time? I would love to. That long question. <laughs> Here we go. In 2016, America will have its first zombie candidate for president. What will his her name be and what will he what will we call this new political party that is populated with undead? Okay. So the first one is John McBrains of the Republican <laughs> Party. Mitt Zomney and the G-O-Z, the Grand Old Zombie Party. Ronald Reagan, Brainocratic. <laughs> so, Meredith, you get to pick who... Um, I actually think I like the first one the best. John McBrain. Yes. That was mine. Is that what... Maybe you read it that way on purpose, then. <laughs> We've found a new tactic. I'm yes. sorry. I wrote it like to be read like that, so... So now Curtis gets to circle or check mark next to his. I'll circle it. And it goes clockwise, correct? So yeah. yeah, to Kristen. Kristen. So Kristen will now be the judge, and Meredith will be the reader of the answers. And I'm supposed to read the, from the same card, right? That's what the rules say. Well, you know, rules are made to be broken. That's right. All right. This question is, I am an Old West outlaw with a bounty on my head. What do the wanted posters say? Hmm. I don't even know what those wanted signs nor... Hmm. <laughs> I don't either. Meredith's a little frustrated with this question. Yeah, this is hard. I can imagine if I, this was a home game kind of a thing, I might throw out some sort of little timer, like you have this long to be creative, because man, I can imagine wanting to like sit there and play with it and come up with a perfect answer. But then if people weren't able to answer... Then they suck. Well, no, then like <laughs> they wouldn't have... It, it would be easier to pick who uh, not the money that's, that's very true. So you kind of have to true. give everyone yeah. the, the amount of time they need. But you could also give them like the stink eye and say, hurry the fuck up, Merida. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good example. That's a good stink eye. Or their choice is that then they can't get the point because their true. answer could not be circled. But remember, you do get to throw out one question per game if you didn't like it. True, but she didn't throw it out. Right. I like it. Good. Because I'm a bad girl. <laughs> you are in a wanted poster. <laughs> Apparently. And I can't wait to find out what bad things I've done. If I spell something wrong, don't laugh. Okay. Well, you're going to read them, so. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shut <laughs> 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 All right. We have Moonshine Production and Risque Dancing, maybe? Hold on. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Moonshine production and risque dancing. Got We're going to go with that. Wanted, dead or alive, but mostly dead. Wanted, Kristen, for manslaughter. 
Oh. Well, I don't particularly want to be preferred to be dead. Um, <laughs> I, I really, I, I really don't think I'd commit manslaughter. So I think I'm going to have to go with the moonshine and risque dancing. That would be me. That would be Brian. Yeah. Is that? It says dance hauling. Oh. <laughs> oh well, dance hauling. Now dance I definitely hauling. went that way. My dance hall days. I was making up a word. He was Wang Chunging. I was. <laughs> yeah, that was hard. All yeah. right, so it's oh. my turn to read yes. a question. <laughs> I just lost a bet with each of you. What awful thing are you going to make me do? <laughs> 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 do you ever get a song stuck in your head and you're like, where in the world did this come from? Like what? Like right now, I've got love is in the air. And that's actually the only part I know to that song. It's your glasses. It's your, yeah, it's your glasses. <laughs> Let's talk about Meredith's glasses here for a minute. They deserve an entire episode. They so, do. Yeah. So Meredith, why don't you describe your oh, new glasses? I would say, ooh. Well, the frames are from 1972. <laughs> I would say one lens, what would you, dimension-wise, what would you say that is? They're larger than your typical glasses. They're, they're, yes. they're, they're the, yes. big, the big big. The big, big lenses that kind of cover half your fabulous face. Fabulous glasses mm-hmm. with a purple tint gradient <laughs> down to clear, um, beveled edges. They're gorgeous. They're just flat out yes. awesome. They, they look like something that um, that perhaps uh, Elizabeth Taylor would have worn uh, at some point. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, the best part of the glasses, is, would you would you care to share with everybody who your optometrist is? <gasps> yes, a big shout out to Dr. Big Laser. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I am not, feel free to look him up. That is Dr. Big Laser, B-I-G-L-A-I-S-E-R. Are you sure it's pronounced Big Laser? <laughs> I'm, that's how, when I call, I'm like, yes, may I get an appointment with Dr. Big Laser? And they seem to. <laughs> that's a little like. How, on... else would you, how else would you pronounce that? I don't know. Big Maybe la- it's French. Laser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mom told me recently her dentist is uh, Dr. Who, Dr. H-U. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably very popular with a certain crowd. I think so. All right, so I'm carefully ensuring that I can actually pronounce and understand mm, all of the words a, first. Well, I didn't, ri- I didn't write one, so you should be able to read them all. <laughs> oh, okay. So the question again was, I lost a bet with each of you. What awful thing are you going to make me do? Option one, streaking. <laughs> Option two, pink tutu, tiara, pizza delivery, foot rub. <laughs> Option three. Hand launder my underwear at a display sink at the Home Depot. <laughs> um, I don't know who wrote that last one, but no. <laughs> no. That would have to be a hell of a bet. Um, I'm going to go with the pink tutu one. Yay, that was me. <laughs> I thought that was the most adventurous sounding one. And yeah. The, and the least stomach churning of them all. <laughs> Mine, mine was the underwear one because if you lost a bet, I would make you do something horrible. Not particularly that, but just and your underwear is head. pretty horrible. Um, okay, let's go with that. <laughs> so, what's the score right now? I have one. I have one. I have one. Meredith, a, did, you do that? Have. did you do that on purpose? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of fun that it worked out that way. So we each have one point, except uh, for Meredith. Aww. <laughs> Okay. It's all right. That means this one's yours. Yes. Make it happen. There you go. Okay. Here's the question. You just invented the greatest robot in the world. What is his name and what does he do that makes him the best? 
Okay, Brian immediately started writing an answer furiously and put the pencil down with most happiness. I still haven't figured it out. I really am curious in the end to find out this answer because it's like you'd already thought. I want a robot. This will be its purpose and this will be its name. Mm-hmm. I'm that good. These are hard questions. Oh, it's not called guaranteed fun. easy fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's called questionable fun. <laughs> I'm shuffling. I'm shuffling. Here we go. Okay, so... I do not see a point in my future. <laughs> What's the question, Curtis? You just invented the greatest robot in the world. What is his name and what does he do that makes him the best? First option, Kevin, and he makes cheese. <laughs> Simple, succinct, I like that. Mr. Lovebot, he will take care of business for the Ooh. ladies. <laughs> and the third one is Dr. Big Laser. And he makes big ass glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking what I would have said for this question, and I was going to do a big laser. So I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> that would be me. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Oh my God. He's relevant. He was humorous. So, Meredith, in a way, you, you won that round. In a way. way. The person to my right. Curtis, Curtis is the main character in a sci-fi novel about him traveling through time, stealing pie recipes to create the world's best pie. What is the title? Wait, it's a sci-fi? Sci-fi novel. About, about somebody who steals pie. Traveling through time. But he travels through time. So I'm a time-traveling pie recipe thief. <laughs> I wouldn't even watch that if oh. I was in it. <laughs> <laughs> the creators of these games... I, I think they like the marijuana. <laughs> because that question sounds like something. I was thinking one would need to be a marijuana imbiber to enjoy the show. She's <laughs> like, no, no, dude, dude, listen, I, I just thought of this. You travel through time and you'd steal pie recipes. Oh, I'm so hungry right now. Oh, what pie? Oh, you know, that pie sounds really good. Wait, so I have that whole question. What is the actual question? What is the title of the sci-fi novel? What's the name of the, of the book? Oh, yes. of the In book. which okay, sorry. all this time-traveling pie theft occurs. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, Meredith, read the question again, that long-ass okay, question. bossy. <laughs> okay. Curtis is the main character in a sci-fi novel about him traveling through time, stealing pie recipes to create the world's best pie. What is the title? Okay. Prometheus. Get it? Prometheus. But <laughs> 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 okay. For your pies only. <sighs> oh. And Crusts for Creation, A Journey to Flavortown. <laughs> Flavortown. I want to go to there. <laughs> Won't you take me to Flavortown? <laughs> oh, as much as I do love Flavortown, I think I want to go with Prometheus. Ah, this is Brian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how many points is that now for you, Brian? I have three points. All right, so you need two more? Two win. more for the win. Holy how many points do you have, Meredith? Shut up. <laughs> I'll take that as none. The person to my right, which that would, would be. be Meredith, cr invented a new sex position. Oh, what is it called? Yo. 
Hey, hey, hey. And keep in mind, a big laser has already been used. (laughs) (laughs) So no answers with big laser in it. (laughs) And Flavor Town has also been used. So no Flavor Town. Damn it. (laughs) So not only is this question about Meredith, but she gets to read them too. Yes. Like that. So even if she doesn't win, she's winning. <laughs> hashtag. I feel like what we should do now, now that they've named a baby hashtag, is every time where you would have said hashtag, we should say baby. <laughs> they named a baby hashtag? Yes! Yeah, didn't hear about that? No. Meredith doesn't really follow the news or Facebook mm. or anything. There was a child and her parents actually named her hashtag. Not like Prince the Symbol, but H-A-S-H-T-A-G. Kid's going to get beat up. Bad. Mm -hmm. But seriously, what do you call her? Hey, Hash. Hey, Hashy. Taggy. Tag. HT. (laughs) Hizzle to the tizzle. (laughs) (laughs) The person to my right invented a new sex position. What is it called, person to my right? Okay. I invented the swift kick. (laughs) The two-stepping penguin beard. Or the reverse doorstop. Too good. Um, A two-stepping penguin beard or a reverse doorstop. Man, those are the two in my head. I keep keep picturing what they would be. That's the the beauty of the question. Yes. Yes. I, I, I found myself really curious. I want to see a sketch. When you're picturing oh. them, are you picturing Meredith and her, her fiance, Jeremy? <laughs> I want you to know, Meredith, right now, I would never do that. Ever. I'm going stick figure. I'm picturing like, you know, the drawn out people in the old joy of sex things. That's what I'm picturing. Not anyone real. Okay. I'm going to have to go with the bearded penguin one. <laughs> That would be Curtis. Yay! <laughs> I just took random words and adjectives and strung them together. Mine was the reverse doorstop. I like yours. <laughs> the reverse anything sounds fun. Yes. You know, that- I just want to know the original doorstop, though, now that you say it. <laughs> is there an original doorstop? I don't well, there'd think have there to is. be to have a reverse doorstop. Oh, my God. Pick a person at the game. I pick Curtis. Oh, good. He is making a rap video with Flava Flav. Ah! What is the title of the song? (laughs) I hate this question. (laughs) Curtis is making a rap video with Flava Flav. What is the title of the song? Who's reading this time? You are. (laughs) My microphone smells funny. (laughs) Maybe it's one that Curtis... Does it smell like coffee? (laughs) When Mike and I were recording Hello Kitty Big Girl Bingo, and that game you have to like switch places, so we actually had to get up and move over. It's like I sat down and it's like, oh my god, because like he drink he drank coffee like every time we recorded, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> your pop filter stinks. Mm. Here's the question again. Ready? Mm-hmm. Curtis is making a rap video with Flava Flav. Yeah, boy. What is the title of the song? Flavor of Meh. <laughs> Clock blocking beats. <laughs> coffee rump shaker. <laughs> Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to go Flavor of My. That Yay! Was, that was Christian. I, could, I had already forgotten. Really? All right. No coffee rump shaker? After I, all that coffee talk? 
I was I was enjoying that. I actually was very proud Sorry. of it. Oh, was that you, Meredith? Sorry, Meredith. That's okay. But I want it noted that I wrote down coffee rump shaker before all the coffee talk started. So yeah. I was like That was very topical. Uh, it was a what? <laughs> it was a prophecy, not a win. That's all right. Okay. This is a two part question. All right, so you'll read the first one, and then the next one, Meredith will do. Okay. I just won the Nobel Prize for science. No, really. <laughs> what did I invent? They think you had to invent something? Yeah. That's what the question <laughs> says. I think the whole pot smoker thing's having something. <laughs> Game Night Guys makes no claim that robots and red tape people did any marijuana while making this game. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. Thanks for the game. <laughs> So, do you guys know, like, the next verse after Love is in the Air? <laughs> because I just keep singing Love is in the Air, and I, I, I have nowhere to go from that. Let's see. Love, Love is, is in the, the Air. air. Every Everywhere I look around. <laughs> there you go. Thanks. Thanks. Then, Love is in the Air. Every sign and every sound. Isn't that how it goes? Curtis knows this song. Oh. <laughs> That's the worst Barry White ever. <laughs> I only know it from the end of Strictly Ballroom. Yeah, great movie. Awesome movie. Love it. Never seen it. <gasps> uh, <laughs> I'm going to get killed now. <laughs> That's an Australian. I have it if you want to watch it. Okay. Or you can probably Classic. find it on Netflix. Right. It's a great. It was uh, It was like, it was the beginning of the Red Curtain trilogy for Baz Luhrmann films. So he did that one, and then he did Romeo and Juliet, mm. and then he finished out the trilogy with... Was it Moulin Rouge? Yes. Okay. So good. And it's honestly the best one of the three, I think. I agree. All right, I'll watch it. Tina Sparkles. Tina Sparkles. Part <laughs> one of this exciting two-part question. I just won the Nobel Prize for science. What did I invent? Sleep in a pill form. Doesn't already exist. <laughs> Implantable chip providing Wi-Fi. Hmm. The world's biggest Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Wi-Fi chip because I want a Wi-Fi wherever I go. That would be Kristen. Kristen! I need you on my R&D team, Kristen. Let's make it happen. All right. So part two of this two-part question is... What is the name of the sci-fi horror film that is about the above invention bringing about the end of the world? Okay, so my invention has gone horribly wrong and and destroyed the world. What's the name of the movie? Yes. Isn't that how it always goes with stuff that I have anything to do with? Wait, did you write down one? Yeah. Who? Oh, why are you Meredith? Or why are you writing one down? That is an excellent question, <laughs> Brian. That is. You're the judge this time. <laughs> you can tell us what it was after, though. I mean, no, I didn't get very far. Wrong. So, <laughs> <laughs> like everybody was writing. I know I was confused. I'm really happy with the Obviously, participation. Obviously, I was too. <laughs> Everybody wants to play and participate. Okay. What is the name of the sci-fi horror film that is about the Wi-Fi implantable chip bringing about the end of the world? Okay. The virus that rickrolled the world. Sci-fi Wi-Fi-ageddon. <laughs> or Wi-Fi. W-H-Y. <laughs> with three question marks. Wi-Fi, I guess is how you would read that. No, I like the second one better. The, oh, sci-fi, Wi-Fi again? Yes. Brian, that was me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, good. uh, (laughs) That's devious laughter right there. 
You just found the world's fattest cat hanging out outside your house. What will you name him? <gasps> okay, one last time. That question is, you just found the world's fattest cat hanging out outside your house. What will you name him? Karen Carpenter. <laughs> oh. LBs. Oh, I get it. <laughs> and Fat Shamed. Fat Shamed. <laughs> so we've got Fat Shamed, LBs, and... Karen Carpenter. Well, I guess it wouldn't determine if it was a boy or a girl, because I can't really name a boy Karen Carpenter. That's actually quite trendy now. Naming Being opposite sets. Yeah. That's well, better than hashtag. There you, go. Uh, yeah. you can name it whatever you want. I will go with LBs. <laughs> there it is. That one. Got a point. Yay! Oh man! All right, here we go. It is a two-part question. Bum, bum, bum. Part one: I co-wrote an '80s power ballad with a duck. Oh my god! What is the name of the song? Wait, who can, did? I, I did. Oh, oh, oh! You co-wrote. I co-wrote an '80s power ballad with a duck. What is the name of the song? It is official. They were so high when they came up. <laughs> so high. We're not saying, but we're just saying. <laughs> so here's the question again. I co-wrote an 80s power ballad with a duck. What is the name of the song? Saving all my ducks for you. <laughs> Bill to Bill, Thrill Baby Thrill. Oh, wow. <laughs> and quack. <laughs> quack. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the second one. Bill to Bill, Thrill Baby Thrill. That's mine. <laughs> I do like quack. <laughs> I'm going to guess Meredith's was quack. Yeah. I was like waiting for something more. No, just, just quack. <laughs> so, part two of this question. Oh, wait. Can I say something? Sure. Do you guys want to know what my answer was going to be? Oh, yeah. Sister Quackson. What? Isn't that good? Sister. Like Sister Christian. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not good. I Whatever. Get it. I guess I need more pot. <laughs> <laughs> you made me swear. <laughs> okay, so the second part of this question. What is the name of the movie that will use the above power ballad as its theme song? So I'm taking it it's an eighties movie. It doesn't it just it just as power ballad. Oh, okay. Can be the it can be any movie. It can be any decade. You can set it in the future if you'd like. What was the name of the song again? Bill to Bill, Thrill Baby, Thrill. Got it. <laughs> Buy it on iTunes. How much are you writing? <laughs> it's a movie title. How much are you <laughs> Yeah, it's a movie title, not a Fiona Apple title. <laughs> <laughs> so the second part of this question, what is the name of the movie that will use the above power ballad as its theme song? And what was that power ballad again? Bill to Bill, Thrill Baby, Thrill. <laughs> Duck Tales from the Crypt? <laughs> Daffy and Donald, a love story. Howard and Juliet. <laughs> I'll have to go with uh, the second one, Daffy and Donald. Yay! <laughs> that would be Kristen. Yay! Mm-mm. Yeah, I was totally going with the duck references, like, you know, they met in the pond, or, you know, I saw them across a crowded pond. <laughs> I was thinking, like, all these different duck references, and then separated by studios, and I couldn't decide... We'll have to sit down later and spitball this and come up with a, a script, a spec script we can pitch. Exactly. Yes. But you know what? With that, you win. <gasps> Yay! Yay! Kristen's the winner. Winner, winner. 
duck dinner. <laughs> so what did you guys think of questionable fun? Okay, so like I travel through time <laughs> and there's pie. I don't think you understand. <laughs> so I will start by saying it was fun. Like it, it was, was enjoyable. But they mentioned within the rules that there's a, an option for how you would play while drinking. Oh. And I'm going to say to not just think drinking. Because I think anything <laughs> that, say, added to the giggles. We don't want to encourage illegal activities. No, so if no. you're not in But if you Colorado have a medical condition. Or Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Or have glaucoma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was. It was, it was fun. It was fun. Um, I think my issue was like when we first started playing, um, I almost reread an answer from a previous round, mm-hmm. and that was a little confusing. So maybe if they came up with individual slips of paper as opposed to an ongoing list, well, that is wasteful for the earth. Though, I know, but that's why I started striking through my previous answers so that yeah. nobody would read them. Yeah, or maybe little mini whiteboards. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would work too. There may be something else they can do as far as writing the yeah, answers it, down. This is a prototype. Maybe they've already thought of that. Maybe they've already addressed they it. They probably did. So if you guys are interested in this game we'll have a link on gamenightguys.com that will go directly to their kickstarter um, or you can go to kickstarter and look up questionable fun and you'll find them there and you can you know make this game a reality yep throw some cash their way we got some reviews our first review came from leslie in 61 who says everything about this podcast makes me happy including the theme music i smile from beginning to end and she titles it Hashtag hurrah for game night, guys, and ends it hashtag love you guys. And that was on the Spill and Spell episode. We had a lot of hashtags on yeah. there. Hashtag, hashtag. So it's kind of ironic that we've been talking about hashtag yeah. the baby this whole time. <laughs> That's how popular hashtags are. And the next review we got is from Phoenix Cat. And she says, I'm assuming it's a she. It could be a he. But we'll say, we'll say she. Non-gender specific person says... <laughs> Loved the Cards Against Humanity episode, went out and got my own, and then they went on to ask if we tried the game Seven Deadly Sins. I don't know what that game is. I've never Do you heard guys of know it. what that game I is? Don't. We'll have to look I know in. that wine, Seven Deadly Zins. <laughs> is it really called that? Yeah. 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 Oh, nice. And she says that she is a local listener and asks if we know of any good gaming groups in town. I don't. Do you? I have not heard of any. I'm not really... Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm curious. She says that she's a local listener, but when we asked local listeners to contact us, she never did. Well, she left a review. I guess. So, Phoenix Cat, thanks for your review. Yes, thank you. And Leslie Ann 61 thank you as well. Thank you, too. Our Xboximus giveaway is still in effect. Uh, the episode is coming out next week. It's almost Xboximus, Brian. Have you guys heard about our Xboximus giveaway? It's exciting. We're giving away lots of shiz. Yeah, it's the biggest uh, giveaway we've ever had. And some of the prizes include... Cards Against Humanity, a little uh, game you may have heard of. That Meredith was on that episode. Uh, Yes. That was a good one. (laughs) Uh, You could also get a signed copy of the book, Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas by Alonzo Duralde from the Linoleum Knife podcast. Or your selection of puzzles from Buffalo Games. I believe it's kittens or castles. <laughs> I don't know. We have lots of them. We'll let you. We'll, that, we'll, we'll, we'll tell yeah. you which ones we have and you can tell us and which ones you want. And you can choose. Yes. Uh, we also have a one-year Xbox Live Gold membership, which Curtis tells me is quite something. Yes, it's worth $60. <laughs> oh. And then DJ Hero 2. For the PlayStation 3, as heard on Xboxmas 2011. Yeah, so if you want to know what that game's all about and you haven't listened to last year's Xboxmas episode and get ready for this one coming up, go check it out. Mm-hmm. So all you have to do is go to gamenightguys.com slash Xboxmas, fill out the form, and then you're entered. 
be sure to use an actual email address. Don't be all sneaky <laughs> entering some fake email address because then we won't know how to get a hold of you. Yes, and I'll just keep all the prizes. Exactly. Uh, and then on the form, be sure to check if you have an Xbox or PlayStation 3 so we will enter you with those prize giveaways. If you don't have one, we won't. Because, I mean, wouldn't that suck? Like, if Meredith won a DJ Ooh. Hero too, and she's like, what do I do with mm. this? That makes a great coaster. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> a big coaster. The last day to enter is December 14th, and we will choose and announce the winners on our third annual Xbox Michelle coming up in just one week. It's that magical time of year where Xboxes abound. Yes. The little green lights are blinking, and, <laughs> you know, there's people being killed. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen and Meredith, thank you so much for joining us this oh, week. Thanks. It was yes. it was unquestionably fun. Oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it back around. Very nice. Very well done. <laughs> thanks, thanks. That's it for this episode of Game Night Guys. Visit our website to find your favorite games at GameNightGuys.com. You can email us at hello at GameNightGuys.com or leave us a voicemail at 480-648-GAME. That's 480-648-4263. Follow us on Twitter. We're at Game Night Guys. You can also follow us individually. I'm at Cheap Blue Guitar. And I'm at Cecil Jean. Join us on Facebook and tell us about your game nights at facebook.com slash game night guys. Be sure to tell your friends about the show. You can subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts, including iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. Thanks for listening. As always, you are invited to our next game night. It's your move. Goodbye. Bye. 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 <laughs>And this week's game is questionable fun. What? Where? Why? I, I why? Who? who? Oh, who? We have guests. Oh, hi. Hello, <laughs> guests. Hi. Oh, hey. We have our game night gals here. It's Candy and Meredith are here. Yay. Really? Really? Here. It says it on here. That's what I was reading. Oh, I forgot to change Shit. that. Shit. Well, the role of Candy today has is being played by her wife, Kristen. Kristen and Meredith are here. I read whatever you put in front of me. Hey. Hey, there was a last man. minute change. Roll with it, motherfucker. I'm Ron, Ron Burgundy. Burgundy? <laughs> Fuck you, San Diego. <laughs>